Dumnezeu puternic, cei cu tine pe munte, zi de zi te întărește și nu vei cădea. Haideți să cerem prezența Lui să ne întărească, să ne ajute să continuăm pe calea aceasta pe care am pornit. Dumnezeu puternic, cei cu tine pe munte, zi de zi te întărește și nu vei cădea, e cu tine și în vale, îți alungă durerea, cel ce a creat ziua. Mâna lui cea tare, ce te-a ținut sus pe munte, tot ea te va ține și-n văine adânci. Dumnezeu ce spune, bucurie în suflet, tot e în îți va șterge. Vorbim de credință Când suntem sus pe stâncă Îmi pare ușor Când ne cazuri n-avem Însă vin clipe grele Cu încercări și ispite Atunci Domnul vede Câte-n crezi tu în El
Reaparțim Domnului, strigă din toată inima, lăuda să fie Domnul! El care ne-a luat în brațele sale și ne poartă de grijă. Ne închinăm Domnului în după masa aceasta și vom veni cu toți într-o rugă comună. Weekendul trecut a avut loc conferința de tineret pentru coasta, pe coasta de est și vest. Tinerii au fost atinși de Domnul înflăcărați. Și ne rugăm ca Domnul să-i țină așa. Și apoi focul cercetării Domnului să vină și la inimile noastre. Pavel scria lui Timotei și îi spunea așa. Nimeni să nu-ți disprețuiască tinerețea, ci fie o pildă pentru credincioși în vorbire, în portare, în dragoste, în credință, în curăție. Până voi veni, ia seama bine la citire, la îndemnare și la învățătura pe care o dai altora. Așa să ne rugăm în seara aceasta pentru tineri ca Domnul să-i binecuvinteze. De fapt, toți cei care sunt sub 100 de ani, toți la tineri sunt. Nu-i așa că tuturor ne place să ni se spună că suntem tineri. Și adevărat, totdeauna există cineva mai în vârstă decât tine. Cineva care, dacă ești de 60 la 90 de ani, îți spune, țâncule, ești un tinerel. Și adevărat, aș vrea să ne rugăm pentru toate inimile care stăm înaintea Domnului în după masa aceasta. Și așa cum spunea Pavel lui Timotei, nimeni să nu-ți disprețuiască tinerețea. Dacă vrei ca viața ta să fie onorată, cinstită, trebuie... Doar să faci așa cum scrie Apostolul Pavel acolo lui Timotei, să fie o pildă pentru credincioși în vorbire, în purtare, în dragoste, în credință, în curăție. Și așa să ne ajute Domnul. Ne vom ruga deci pentru părtășia noastră din după masa aceasta, apoi ne vom ruga pentru cei care sunt suferinți, greu încercați. Am primit un text message în după masa aceasta de la fratele Todor Chira că Fratele Mihai Chiriac a fost dus la spital. Nu știm fiecare situație, dar știm un lucru, că Dumnezeu este Cel care lucrează. De aceea, în rugăciunea noastră, îl amintim și pe fratele Chiriac, ne vom ruga Domnului să ne binecuvinteze părtășia noastră, să binecuvinteze pe cei care se închină în după masa aceasta și... Dacă aveți celularul cu dumneavoastră, poate când terminăm rugăciunea, al verificat să fie la mut, să nu vorbească în biserică, să nu se audă, pentru că singurul care am vrea să se audă în mijlocul nostru este Dumnezeu. Am vrea ca El să treacă de la inimă la inimă și de la suflet la suflet. Ne rugăm pentru cuvântul care va fi adus, pentru cântările care se înalță, pentru părtășia noastră în relația noastră cu Duhul Sfânt. Și așa cum Domnul a purtat de grijă lui Timotei, Domnul să ne poarte de grijă și nouă. Ne rugăm cu toți în comun și când se termină rugăciunea în comun, fratele David Ujvat va continua cu o rugăciune de binecuvântare în continuare în limba engleză. Ne rugăm, Domnule, Tatăl nostru și Dumnezeul nostru.
Dear Lord, by the grace of God, we're here. We find ourselves in your house, Lord, in the house of prayer, Lord. We ask that you continue to mature our hearts, continue to mature our minds, Lord. Continue to speak truth and life into us. And may we be able to receive your word tonight, Lord. Soften ourselves, soften us, Lord, that we may be able to receive it. God, I pray for, the, for every heart and soul in this place, for the people that have come here for the first time. May you continue to speak in their lives, Lord. I pray that you let the Holy Spirit continue to be poured over them and over us in this house, Lord, tonight. We ask that you continue to bless the message, the prayer, the worship, Lord, the message, Lord, and every single person that's here tonight. We're so excited to be in your presence, Lord, and we're so excited to see what you have for us this evening. In your name we pray, amen. Înainte să ocupați locurile, după masa aceasta, luați o clipă, salutați-i și binecuvântați-i pe cei alați în jur. Aduceți-le aminte că și curând vom termina cu pandemia și cu restricțiile. Vă salutăm și vă binecuvântăm în după masa aceasta la părtășia frățească pe care Domnul ne-a răzuit-o să avem. De aceea e o bucurie să fim în prezența Domnului. După o părtășie așa de binecuvântată ieri la parc, iată că după masa aceasta din nou putem să fim în casa Domnului și doresc în toată inima ca îndurarea Domnului să fie peste fiecare dintre noi. Vrem să avem părtășie în slujire înaintea Domnului și ca de fiecare dată dorim numele Domnului să fie glorificat și înălțat și haideți să fim cu inima aici pentru perioada aceasta de timp care este pusă deoparte pentru închinare, încercăm să lăsăm preocupările de altă natură care nu sunt duhovnice și plăcute Domnului la o parte și ne vom concentra asupra Domnului care poate să vorbească, poate să călăuzească, poate să îndrume și poate să se atingă de inimile și de viețile noastre. Învățăm de la Toma de altă dată că orice întâlnire În casa lui Dumnezeu și cu Domnul nostru este benefică. Și avem nevoie de acea atingere măreață pe care Domnul poate să ne-o dea. Și în seara aceasta poate Domnul să ne binecuvinteze? Sigur, de aceea suntem aici zeci și veniți în casa Domnului să ne închinăm. Haideți să aducem laudă Domnului și avem un trio. Mai întâi Emily Balas, Cristiana Barbaroșie și Grace Dunn cu o cântare, după care corul mixt laudă numele Domnului. După punctele acestea, așa cum spuneam, tinerii de pe costa de vest și probabil nu numai, și chiar și din alte părți, s-au adunat weekendul trecut la Portland. Noi ne-am rugat pentru ei și Dumnezeu i-a binecuvântat. Sunt mai mulți dintre ei, mai întâi David Ușvat va vorbi primul ca să spună puțin despre întâlnirea, despre părtășia care au avut-o și el ne va prezenta și alte persoane care vor aduce o scurtă mărturisire a experienței lor de la călătoria pe care au făcut-o la Portland. Dumnezeu să ne binecuvinteze. Amin.
church. You guys are doing well from what I hear. Thank God. Tonight, I want to give you guys a short report and a testimony on my side of how the Portland conference trip went. The youth conference was amazing, and thank God we made it back okay. I first want to thank you guys uh, for your prayers, your financial support, and then, of course, sending the youth to go, because then it would have just been me. (laughs) So I'm really happy and thank the Lord that we made it back okay. No accidents, no problems, no cops chasing us, no issues. Thank the Lord, (laughs) because we're godly people and safe drivers. (laughs) Have to make you guys laugh. I have to. It puts my nerves at ease. The conference was about three days, and it felt like four days on the road. We ended up leaving Friday morning about 5 o'clock in the morning. And uh, right away, we got to our hotels as fast as we could, speed limit-wise. And, uh, you know, jumped straight into the conference. The conference was held by uh, the Philadelphia Church in Portland, Oregon, by Pastor Vasile Kumpian. Greetings on behalf of him, his wife, Gabi Hada, the youth pastor, and his wife, and the rest of the church. So greetings from them. And we brought some heat over there. Thank God. It was nice and warm. But I heard it was about 105 here on Monday, so we avoided that. (laughs) So it was uh, Friday. We jumped straight into it. Friday night, we actually joined Victory's Church, who also was there uh, at the conference. And we were in unison with their youth choir. They did a worship and, and a choir together, and our youth Straight in, we jumped into the conference. Friday was amazing. And of course, Saturday came along where we had a little bit of fresh air. We went to a waterfall. We had some time out with all the youth to get to know each other a little bit better. And then that evening, we had our worship team participate in that evening. Not only that, Sunday morning came around. And Sunday morning, of course, it was a busy day. Sunday morning, we were invited at Agape Bible Church, hosted. uh, The pastor there is Fratli Avram 
Bergiano. Thank you very much. That name is a little tricky sometimes. Um, with open arms, we were able to participate and, and have fellowship with them. Our youth was able to do some songs. Uh, sorry, our worship team was able to um, have some fellowship there. And um, I was able to give a, a message. Uh, thank the Lord. It went amazing. And not only that, Sunday night showed up. We were part of their service. And um, I felt like that was a peak not only a peak, but a continuous movement of what hopefully is to come. And that is a revival or in our own homes that we continue to be fervent for the Lord. Amen. And so I just want to give you guys a short, that was a short report. About 2,000 plus people showed up to that event. I felt like, you know, COVID came and it restricted people from meeting. And so they were like, all right, well, we're going to double the visit the next time we have the conference. And we were there, ready to serve, ready to praise the Lord. And I, I can't believe it. The food was great. They, they, they helped us with that uh, almost each evening. Uh, but uh, the fellowship was amazing. I mean, our youth, I talk to them now, and they're just like, well, I, I want to go back to Portland. And I'm like, whoa, take it easy. Let's move forward. <laughs> There's more to come, Lord willing. The theme of the, the conference was kingdom come. And I would like to read a verse that pertains to this, and that is out of Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And it says, as you guys all know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. His kingdom come. That was a theme of this event. May his kingdom come that we may experience it here on earth as it is in heaven. That we have a little glimpse of what heaven will be like. And I can guarantee you that we did feel it at the conference. Amen. I know I did. And I'm going to just give a short testimony of a couple of things that pertain to me. My perspective of a short, short testimony of the conference. I'm going to uh, after this, I'm going to invite Christiana Barbarosha and Ben Stulinek to give a short testimony of their perspective of the conference. Because when one person talks about the conference, you only get one glimpse of it. God works in many ways, and you'll hear throughout the testimonies tonight of what he had, had done and what he will be doing. For me, it was Sunday morning. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning because, you know, service doesn't start until 10. <laughs> the alarm did not go off, but I just woke up. I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, and I was just having some time with the Lord in the lobby at the hotel. And sure enough, I find myself, it's 4.30, it's 5.30, and I'm crying, and I'm weeping because I'm reading His Word. And He's reminding me of all the good things He's done. And I find myself, it's 9 o'clock. Guys, we have to get ready for the, comp, uh, for this, for the morning service. And sure enough, we did go to that service. But that just reminded me, man... God is so good, is he not? God is really good. And that morning, he just reminded me, keep moving on. Keep pushing forward. God is really good to us. And he has so much in store for all of us. And he has so much in store for me and so much in store for you. And that morning for me personally was so beautiful. Do I usually wake up at 3.30 in the morning? I don't think so. But that was an extra special morning. And I pray that God continues to wake me up in the middle of the night. And that I may have those encounters with him. Spending time with your guys' youth was phenomenal. For some of these guys, it was their first time. 
And I pray that they continue to go on these trips and that they continue to experience the Lord here at home, but in other places as well. The last night, there was an altar call. And it was, it was wonderful. Because at about 9 o'clock, or about 8.30, until 9.30, there was a prayer going. And it was a constant prayer. There was no break. There was no pause. But for me, for an hour long... Me personally, I was speaking in tongues and I could hear the people around me speaking in tongues. And it was like, man, this is a, just a snippet of what heaven will be like. Where we're constantly worshiping God without breaks, without any pauses, without any worries, without anything going on in the back of my head. But just constantly worshiping God. And I, me personally, I love this trip. It was an amazing trip. And I pray that it continues from here. That it doesn't stop just here at this conference, but it continues to move forward in my own home, here at church, in my own community. So that was just a snippet of what the conference was about. So I would like to invite um, Cristiana Barbaroche. And we'll have a couple of testimonies. We'll take a short break and then a couple more testimonies so that you guys can hear and see what the conference was about. God bless you guys. Thank you. Hello, church. My name is Cristiana. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying praise God for our youth. Um, during this trip, I feel like our youth had become uh, greater and more stronger in our faith um, together as we spent time and fellowship together and worship and prayer. This convention, I was um, invited to sing in worship. Um, and I remember the 10 minutes before we got on stage, we were, uh, some of us were like nervous. We didn't know what to expect. Um, but as soon as I got on stage, I just felt relief. I knew that God was working and that he was present. And it was amazing because over, over the worship team, you could hear the church singing. And it was just like a glimpse of heaven. Like, wow, this is, it's, it was amazing. Um, and then when I got home, um, I was like kind of sad, you know. It was over, the convention was over, and like I felt like I didn't have the fire for, and the fire and the, passion for God that I had when I was there, but then Frater de Florin, as Frater de Florin was saying this morning, why do we have to have just the passion and fire over there at the convention when you can bring it home and, and start worshiping and have the same fire that you had at the convention just because you're in front of people and you're with a lot of people that are worshiping God just because it's there, why can't you bring it home and continue to have that fire at home? Um, and um, God started convicting me when I was home of all the like the little things that I thought were normal to do. He was like, no, you can't do that anymore. That's, you got to get, <laughs> that's, what, so yeah. Um, I wanted to thank the youth group for um, allowing us to go on this trip, for providing vans and the foods and the hotel was really good. Um, I wanted to thank Daniel Galde for giving me the um, opportunity to be on the worship team and um, just have that experience. I wanted to thank David Ujrat for um, just being a great role model and and persuading us to continue to want to worship God and just um, all of that. And I wanted to also thank him for being our driver in the van. It was a van full of girls, so I'm pretty sure it was a handful. <laughs> Um, and then I wanted to also thank Jenny Hurduk for being like a second mom to us girls over there. 
she she convicted us she she knew how to <laughs> she knew how to say the right things at the right time so praise god uh, god bless you guys amen Pacha Bisaika Maranatha. My name is Benny Suyanik, and uh, I would like to share my experience at the youth conference with you guys. And um, the first of all, it was a 10 out of 10 experience. The first time I traveled with the youth, the first time I did something with the youth. And um, the convention was like none other. The first night I came there, we sang with our youth choir, and it just felt like the our this place was like, filled with the Holy Spirit, and everyone was praising God, and it was just a, such an amazing experience, and we started worshiping, we started singing, and it was just an amazing night, and afterwards, we had fellowship, and it was a pretty good night. The second night, I came there, we started singing, we started praising, and I started, I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I started speaking in tongues, and after about 15, 10 minutes, I started gaining more words in tongues, and I didn't think this was possible because I always been repeating the same words, and then I started speaking in tongues, and I started gaining more words, and I was like, there's nothing that could be better than this. Tonight can't get any better, but then I started putting this limit on God and saying, man, nothing can get better than this. Tonight, is, nothing can beat this, and I did such a wrong mistake right there because when I put a limit on God, you can't it can't work on you if you don't give yourself to him. So the third night comes, and he proved me wrong. He said, I started speaking in tongues, and I gained even more words, and I'm like, man, I just need to give God the glory. I need to open up, and I started speaking in tongues, and I was thankful for what God has done, and I just want to continue to pray that I can continue at home, and I can still worship his name in public and private, and give him all the glory and all the honor. God bless you guys. Thank you. Evangeliști, gata să meargă să predice. Praise the Lord! Ne bucurăm când tinerii sunt atinși de Domnul, exact ce are nevoie generația de azi, de bărbați și femei, de tineri și de tinere care să fie pline de Duhul lui Dumnezeu. Și facă Domnul ca toți românii care au venit în America și au copii, Dumnezeu să îi umple pe toți cu Duhul Sfânt și să slujească pe Dumnezeu. În cele ce urmează, vă invit să ne închinăm Domnului în cântare și în slujirea noastră înaintea Lui Dumnezeu cu darurile noastre de bunăvoie. Vă mulțumim în numele Domnului de bunăvoința, de dragostea dumneavoastră, de susținerea financiară a lucrării Domnului din loc și pentru toate acestea vrem să glorificăm pe Domnul în tipul cântării. Frații responsabili cu colecta, îi rugăm să ne ajute, Dumnezeu să ne binecuvinteze.
câteva informații pentru săptămâna care am intrat și de viitor. Cu ajutorul Domnului intrăm într-o săptămână cu un program obișnuit al Bisericii de întâlnirile de peste săptămână. Spicuiesc doar întâlnirea Bisericii de peste săptămână, miercuri seara și toate celelalte activități ale Bisericii așa cum se cunosc. Vreau încă o dată să exprim mulțumirea și aprecierea față de toți cei care au depus un efort într-un fel sau altul ieri la parc, primul rând celor care au pregătit mâncarea, fratelui Mike Hurduc pentru coordonare, surorilor și fraților care au răspuns duminica trecută când ne-am organizat pentru evenimentul acesta. Mulțumim Domnului pentru toți cei care au pregătit mâncarea și au stat la grătare și au răbdat fumul pentru noi. Am auzit că la anul trebuie să, să pardon, la anul când vom face data viitoare, trebuie să facem mai mulți mici și probabil să-i facem mai mari. Părtășia a fost minunată, unii s-au ocupat de copii, au avut activități, alții am stat de vorbă, am supravegheat copiii și nepoții, ne-am întâlnit cu frați cu care n-am avut timp altă dată să vorbim. Acesta, de fapt, a fost scopul cu care ne-am adunat și pentru că Domnul ne-a păzit, îi mulțumim de lucrul acesta. Și, sigur, trebuie să ne mai gândim, probabil și în toamnă, să mai facem, pentru că mâncarea și părtășia totdeauna e bună. By the way, urmează să avem date exacte pentru dumneavoastră, dar... Anul acesta de pandemie puțin ne-a încurcat multe lucruri în planificările noastre, pentru că așa se întâmplă când se întâmplă lucruri de acestea. La ce mă refer este, noi ne-am propus să avem și un weekend să plecăm la munte undeva, să fim cu toți împreună la grătar, la părtășie, la rugăciune între frumoasele locuri ale Californiei și avem deja ceva pregătiți când o să vă anunțăm. E vorba de luna iulie, the month of July, când avem două date, de fapt, când sunt două grupe, pentru că nu știam cum să facem rezervațiile și viața a fost complicată în COVID. Iată că Domnul ne ajută să ieșim din COVID și să ne ajute Domnul să rămânem mai biruitori în toate. Dar vrem părtășiile acestea să continue și să putem să avem timp împreună de calitate, familia împreună cu soț, soție, copii și nepoți, cum spuneam, și rude, frați, surori în credință, pe lângă slujbele divine să putem să avem timp la iarbă verde, la părtășie. La încheierea slujbei în seara aceasta vom avea câteva informații foarte prețioase pentru familiile care au bunăvoința și dragostea să asculte, să primească ajutorul și informațiile referitor la tot ce se întâmplă cu internetul și telefoanele care ajung în mâinile copiilor. Și atunci când am avut întâlnirea cu departamentul de școală duminicală, Joe și Jackie Sfrângeu s-au oferit să pregătească câteva informații generale. Poate pentru unii sunteți familiarizați, 
dar totdeauna există probabil care avem nevoie de informații. Eu sunt în categoria celor care atunci când am probleme cu te telefonul sau cu computerul, mă duc la fete, la fecior, dacă au bunăvoință să mă ajute, dacă nu apelez și la alții. Și probabil că alții care sunt de vârsta mea sau în categoria aceasta, celălalt furie and over, și veniți în România, mă înțeleg foarte bine. Și în direcția aceasta, la încheierea slujbei, o să avem informațiile acestea care Joe și Jackie o să le prezinte și nădăjduim ca de fiecare dată că sunt benefice și în ajutorul celor care doresc să țină cont de ele. Proiectul de construcție continuă, așa cum spuneam azi dimineață, îmi revine mie privilegiul acesta ca să fac informațiile, deși vorbesc în numele conducerii bisericii, dar vreau să mulțumim Domnului că până aici Domnul ne-a ajutat. Dacă ați observat, staco, culoarea finală începe să se arate deja, dar sunt pregătiri de care avem nevoie pentru iarnă și the pledge la care am vorbit împreună cu frații din conducerea bisericii să facem scrisoarea aceasta personală pentru fiecare familie și persoană, doar membrii bisericii. Am vorbit despre lucrul acesta în urmă cu vreo câteva săptămâni, dar acum a fost momentul când s-a putut pregăti. Mulțumesc fraților care au pregătit scrisoarea aceasta. S-a pregătit bilingual pentru cei care sunt mai tineri, s-a pregătit în limba engleză, pentru cei care suntem de o anumită vârstă și suntem mai acasă cu limba română, s-a pregătit în limba română. Basically, is the same. Vrem să vă îndemnăm ca înainte de iarnă să putem să ne pregătim Să ne cumpărăm geamurile, ușile ce avem nevoie, tot ce e sticlă, să putem proteja clădirea pentru sezonul ploios cu ajutorul Domnului pentru la iarnă. De aceea, dacă cumva dintre dumneavoastră n a fost azi dimineață, s-a pregătit un plic și când veți pleca de la biserică, dacă nu ați fost și n-ați primit azi dimineață, deci membrii bisericii, puteți ca să primiți plegiul, promisiunea personală pentru dumneavoastră, plicul cu numele dumneavoastră. Apoi, după ce luați plicul, vă consultați cu cei din casă, Dacă sunteți numai soț-soție, e mai simplu. Dacă ești singur, e mai simplu. Dacă ai pe inimă să te rogi Domnului și am vrea până la sfârșitul lunii iulie, from now to the end of the month of July, dacă se poate să completați, deci singurul lucru care se cere acolo este numele dumneavoastră și suma la care v-ați hotărât să participați cu promisiunea aceasta, cu plegiul acesta pentru proiectul de construcție vis-a-vis -vis de nevoile la care m-am referit adineauri. Și apoi, la vremea potrivită, când puteți, puteți să faceți donația right away, puteți să dați plicul înapoi, completat și cu cec, dacă nu, puteți în viitor. Dar cât privește scrisoarea, promisiunea noastră în fața Domnului și în fața conștiinței noastre, față de proiectul de construcție, vă rugăm 
până la mijlocul lunii acesteia să faceți tot posibilul, să o completați, să știm cum să ne administrăm în anumite lucruri. Vreau să vă spun că, deși dumneavoastră sunteți oameni deosebiți, deja de ani de zile fac tot anunțuri despre bani, aș vrea să vă spun că it's not fun for me, dar o fac pentru că o fac pentru Domnul. Nu cer pentru niciunul din conducerea bisericii, nici pentru mine personal, o cer pentru noi toți și pentru lucrarea Domnului din loc și vă mulțumesc de toată dragostea care ați demonstrat tot ce se vede acolo afară, să nu mai vorbim, frate Edi, de tot ce nu se vede, care fundație, pregătire și acte care le-am făcut la City, aprobări și întâlniri cu ingineri și așa mai departe. Pentru tot ce se vede și tot ce nu se vede și pentru tot ce se realizează, aș vrea să zicem, binecuvântat să fie Domnul. Și de aceea, vă rugăm frumos să țineți cont de numele dumneavoastră și de promisiunea aceasta. Ajutați-ne ca să putem să facem ca toate lucrurile să fie cât se poate de bine. Și în seara aceasta și la fiecare slujbă divină există Maranata Land, un loc unde sunt ajutate mamele cu copii de la 0 la 3 ani. Vă rog să țineți cont, la fiecare slujbă puteți acolo undeva în spate să mergeți să primiți ajutorul necesar. Duminica viitoare, de asemenea, în calendarul bisericii noastre, va fi o duminică specială cu ajutorul Domnului la slujba de dimineață, 13 iunie. Deci, urmează să avem botezul în apă, un eveniment extrem de important în viața unor persoane și în viața bisericii Maranata. Domnul Iisus spunea că un suflet este mai valoros decât tot pământul. De aceea, pentru toți cei care s-au hotărât să se boteze, Biserica Maranata zice Domnul să-i binecuvinteze pentru cea mai înțeleaptă decizie a vieții lor. Referitor la întâlnirea de duminica viitoare dimineața, familiile și candidații de botez, la ora 9 dimineața să fiți aici la biserică, vrem să facem poze împreună, să aveți amintire de la evenimentul acesta, Și încă o dată, cu ajutorul Domnului, fratele pastor David, David McDuz din Chicago, este programat să fie împreună cu noi. Ne rugăm ca Domnul să ne binecuvinteze. Tot duminica viitoare, după masă, vrem ca să felicităm pe toți cei care au ajuns la diferite trepte în procesul de educație, Unii poate au terminat clasa 8 it's a big achievement. Unii poate au terminat high school, it's a big achievement. Alții poate că au terminat college, it's a greater achievement. Alții poate că au terminat programe de masterat și doctorat. Achievements care prin ajutorul Domnului s-au putut face, că Domnul le-a portat de grijă. Noi vrem să-i felicităm, vrem să-i prezentăm în fața dumneavoastră și să mulțumim Lui Dumnezeu pentru ei și să ne rugăm ca Domnul să-i călăuzească tot restul vieții. De fapt, cineva spunea, cu cât mergi mai mult la școală, îți dai seama că știi tot mai puțin. Isn't that true? Pentru că există atâtea lucruri care pot să fie învățate, dar există anumite nivele care Dumnezeu ni le-a îngăduit să ne bucurăm. Ne bucurăm de tinerii care graduează de la orice nivel, mai ales părinții care au plătit bilurile, nu? Ne bucurăm împreună cu ei și de aceea, dacă 
numele copilului dumneavoastră sau dumneavoastră personal. Uh, am uitat să spun dacă sunt școli profesionale care s-au terminat. Anything that you have achieved, vrem ca să cunoaștem și acolo la bookstore avem o listă deschisă, vrem să fie completă, vrem ca nici unul să nu lipsească și să putem duminica viitoare după masă ca să îi felicităm. Vă reamintesc că împreună cu frații din conducerea bisericii ne-am hotărât ca acea colectă lunară care o facem pentru proiectul de construcție a treia duminică rămâne valabil a treia duminică, dar vrem să o facem de dimineață și sigur că noi putem să facem donații oricând pentru lucrarea Domnului din loc. Apoi, pentru cei care vă place să citiți literatură creștină. Vă place să vă îmbogățiți biblioteca personală, vă rog să nu uitați să treceți pe la bookstore, pe la Next Chapter și sunt cărți la ieftinire, sunt cărți care se primesc noi, totdeauna sunteți bine primiți și surorile care se ocupă de lucrarea aceasta vă așteaptă cu drag să puteți să vă îmbunătățiți biblioteca personală. Acestea ați fi spuse, aș dori din toată inima ca Dumnezeu să binecuvinteze în continuare slujba. Fratele David ne va prezenta pe următorii care vor spune puțin despre experiența lor de la Portland. You guys enjoying the testimonies? Good, we'll give you guys a few more. Um, as I mentioned, I gave my testimony. They've given theirs. And it's just a snippet of what the amazing conference is all about. Um, so I would like to invite Daniel Gaude, and after that, Emily Balash, and then after that, Jen Hurduk. God bless him. Good evening, Sacramento. Just kidding. It's good to be home. Um, what can I say? Um, it was a great experience. It was a good uh, bonding time with uh, you know the the youth, with some of the older people, me, Danny, Jen, David. Um, we felt young again. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, May third, last month, uh, I got a phone call from Gabi Hada. And he said, uh, hey, we took over the youth conference. It was supposed to be Seattle, but uh, we're doing it now at uh, Philadelphia and Portland. And uh, we're still waiting for uh, some worship teams to get back to us, and uh, they're not getting back to us, so we want to ask you guys to lead a night. And uh, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I didn't expect, I didn't plan on going, I didn't want to go. I <laughs> you know, it's it was just, I'm just being honest with myself, you know. Um, last time... I think uh, it was in 2015, we did a worship at a youth conference, uh, actually here in Sacramento. But um, I don't know. I, I I wanted to say no right off the bat, but then uh, he said, because uh, I, I thought, I know, I had Christina's, we had her baby shower that same weekend. So I said, I'm not going to be able to get Becky to go with me to Portland with Liam and the whole family. And I don't want to leave them. I have, you know, stuff at the house. I have work. I thought I was going to work that weekend. So I wanted to say no automatically, but I kind of just, I don't know. The Lord put it on my, my heart to just at least try. So um, I had half my worship team gone. So I said, you know what? Well, I wish Chris was here tonight. He's not here. Chris Balaj. 
I said, if I'm going to ask Chris, he's the only person that I could see fitting in with our worship team, you know, that, and that would be able to go. So I said, if he, if he says he's going, okay, I'm going to say yes. So I called Chris. I said, Chris. He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you going to the youth conference? He said, yeah, why? I said, okay. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I needed to know. So I said, okay, good. I said, you're going you're gonna to play worship in worship with me? And he said, what? <laughs> but no, it was good. And then I asked, I said, man, I got to put together a whole team because I asked the Barb Roches next. I said, Daniel, are you guys going? Yeah, why? I said, oh, man, <laughs> perfect. So, you know, right off the bat, it was, it was just working out for me, you know. And May 3rd is when God be called me. And then it was on May 20, just a few weeks later, the conference. I was like, man, I got I to gotta rush to, you know, put it together. And uh, it was a little stressful, but I, I just knew you know, I put those signs before the Lord, and I said, you know, if, if God's going to work that for me, I know it's going to be an awesome night. I know God's going to work. Whenever God wants to work, I know the devil always tries to attack you and to bring you down, but I know God was going to be there, and uh, I'm glad it worked out in the end. Um, it was very, yeah, he, he called me, he asked me, and I said, uh, I can ask the team, you know, I can put together a team. I can ask him, I think, in a couple days. He said, Daniel... I don't want to be too quick with you, but I need to know by tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, it all worked out great. God was, uh, I saw his hand through the whole weekend. You know, we didn't have any issues on the drive, on the way there. The youth were awesome. You know, we went to all these different events, and uh, we didn't have to worry about them because we just have such an awesome youth. I know everybody says that, but we, we really do, and we're blessed with the group of young people that we have. Um, the Lord was really working there. Um, something that impacted me was that church. I don't know if you, a lot of you guys have been to Philadelphia, but it's a big church. Um, the last night, they pushed the worship team back, imagine, all the way to the end, and it was filled the whole stage to the end with uh, young people worshiping the Lord with their hands praising the Lord, and the Spirit was present. It was, it was an amazing sight to see, and it was a great experience. Um, I want to thank again David and... Uh, Danny and Jen and uh, all the other uh, people, we all worked together as a, as a good team and uh, it was a great experience and I'm excited to see what the Lord has in, in store for our youth, for our future and uh, yeah, God bless you guys, amen. În seara aceasta voi împărtăși o scurtă mărturie despre Convenția de Tineri. M-am notat câteva lucruri aici pentru că am emoții, dar Domnul ne-a dat un timp binecuvântat și deosebit. Ne-a păzit pe drum încolo și pe drum înapoi. Chiar din prima seară, Duhului Cel Sfânt a început să lucreze. Prezența Lui a fost simțită în fiecare seară și a cercetat și a atins multe suflete. Rugăciunile au fost foarte aprinse și deosebite. Cântările și predicile au fost foarte atingătoare și convingătoare de asemenea. Domnul a lăsat Duhului Cel Sfânt peste noi în fiecare seară și îl laud pentru asta. Eu cred că Domnul a început o trezire spirituală și El va continua trezirea acolo, dar și aici. Iar asta depinde de noi. Nu numai că programele erau deosebite, ci și tinerii, toți surorile și frații, au fost foarte primitori și simpatici. În fiecare seară am putut să stăm la părtășie cu toții de acolo care au venit la convenție. 
Cei de acolo ne-au pregătit și mâncare după fiecare serviciu, ca să putem să întâlnim tineri noi și să avem cu cât mai mult părtășie. În timpul zilei, împreună cu grupul nostru de tineri de la Biserica Maranata, am mers să vizităm locuri din jurul lui Portland și am avut un timp binecuvântat de fiecare dată. Sunt atât de fericită că am putut să fiu parte de grupul acesta și de călătoria aceasta. Îi mulțumesc lui Dumnezeu pentru timpul care ni l-a acordat împreună. And for those of you who weren't able to attend uh, this year's conference, I really want to encourage you guys to attend next year's and to continue seeking the Lord and His presence, even in our homes, in our hearts. It doesn't take a youth convention to start a revival. It can start here, it can start in our homes. We just need to seek His face every day. Amen. God bless you guys. That is good, amen. Um, before I start my testimony, I'd like to thank a few people. Um, thank you to Mike, who encouraged me to go. Um, <laughs> he stayed home with the kids. That was really brave of him. <laughs> and thank you to my parents, who also helped him out. Um, thank you, David, for planning this trip, organizing everything. He did a great job. And I also wanted to thank Christina Ushvat, Becky Galde, and Laura Brazovan. Thank you for sending your husbands with us. <laughs> thank you, Damaris, for helping me with the girls. And Serge Ushvat for also driving a van with us. Um, we had 22 people with us, and they were all very well behaved. So you guys are doing a great job as parents. <laughs> no problems. Um, Just like Daniel, I didn't really want to go to this trip because I'm a little bit older. <laughs> what, do, what am I doing there? <laughs> um, but Mike really encouraged me, and he's like, hey, why don't you go to Portland? I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a possibility, but um, we made it happen. Um, and I'd like to share three things that stood out to me while I was there. Um, the first thing is that The Lord has our our steps planned, and we just need to trust in him and take that step of faith and step where he is calling us to go. Um, Psalm 37, 23-24 says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hands. So I encourage you young people that were there and young people that weren't there, just take that step in faith of where God is calling you to go. And I encourage you parents to continue to pray for your kids, to take that step in faith. I know sometimes it's hard to watch them struggle, but we need to let go sometimes and let them uh, just trust in the Lord on their own. Another thing that really stood out to me was that the last night we were at the conference on Sunday night, like they had mentioned before, we had an altar call and every single one of our youth stood up quickly and went up to the front. They wanted to be one of the first ones up there so they had room. Um, so it was very encouraging to see that young people still desire the Lord even in this broken world. And with all these bad influences around us, we still have 
young people that are desiring God, and that gives me hope for my kids' generation that they will continue to desire the Lord. And the third thing is, I'd like to encourage you with a little challenge. Um, one thing that was mentioned there was, are we, are we just reminiscing about the experiences from the past with the Lord? Are we just listening to stories of what our parents and our grandparents did or, or what the older youth are doing? Or are we, are we currently having new experiences with the Lord daily? And that was such a, a great reminder and encouragement for me to continue seeking God and to um, ask for new experiences. Will this be easy? No, because with every testimony, there is a test. So be ready for that. Um, I also want to encourage you, don't wait for the summit. Don't wait for another youth conference to start having experiences with God. Start now. Start today. This service can be anointed by the Lord, and he can work in your heart and other, other people's hearts today. All of you were born for such a time as this, and I loved spending so much time with all the youth, especially the ladies. I got to know you a lot more, and I enjoy you guys very much. <laughs> like Danny said, I feel young again. <laughs> but yes, just God bless you. Thank you, parents, for trusting us with your children. Um, yeah, I love you guys. Mulțumim Domnului pentru mărturile frumoase care frații și surorile tineri le-au adus. Pentru toate, glorificați să fie Domnul. Slujba după masă aceasta continuă cu următoarele puncte. Vom cânta cu toți din două cântări împreună cu Worship Team și după aceea vom continua cu celelalte puncte.
Să fiu ca tine, Iisus. 
să cânte corul și apoi să ascultăm cuvântul Domnului din după masa aceasta. Vrem să dăm ascultare unui psalm, pentru că anul acesta avem psalmi în atenția noastră să îi citim public și îl salutăm pe DJ Brazovan, care el vine și în vizită, vine și acasă. Dumnezeu să-l binecuvinteze. I-a căzut la sorți un psalm doar cu 35 de versete. Domnul să-l folosească. DJ Psalm 68. God bless you. Psalm 68. God shall arise, his enemies shall be scattered, and those who hate him shall flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so you shall drive them away. As Max welts before fire, so the wicked shall perish before God. But the righteous shall be glad. They shall exalt before God. They shall be jubilant with joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to His name. Lift up a song to Him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord. Exalt before Him. 
Father of the fatherless and protector of the widows, is God in his holy habitation. God settles the solitary in a home. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a parched land. O God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth quaked, the heavens poured down rain. Before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. Rain in abundance, O God, you shed abroad. You restored your inheritance as it is, as it is languished. Your flock found a dwelling in it, in your goodness, O God. You provided it for the needy. Your lo- the Lord gives the word. The women who announce the news are a great host. The king of armies, they flee, they flee. The women at home divide the spoil. Though you men, he among the sheepfolds, the wings of a dove covered with silver its pinions with shimmering gold. When the Almighty scatters kings there, let snow fall on Zimon. O mountain of God, mountain of Bashan, O many-peaked mountain, mountain of Bashan, why do you look with hatred, O many-peaked mountain, at the mount that God desired for his abode? Yes, where the Lord will dwell forever. The chariots of God are twice ten thousand, thousands upon thousands. The Lord is among them. Sinai is now the sanctuary. You ascended on high, leading a host of captains in your train and receiving gifts among men. Even among the rebellious, that the Lord of God may dwell there. Blessed be the Lord, who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. Our God is a God of salvation. And to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. But God will strike the heads of his enemies. The hairy crown of him who walks in his guilty ways. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea. That you may strike your feet in their blood and the tongues of you dogs may have the Portion from the foe. Your possession is seen, O God, the possession of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers in front, the musicians last, between them virgins playing the tambourines. Bless God in the great congregation. The Lord, O you who are of Israel's fountain. There is Benjamin, the least of them, in the lead the princes of Judah in their throng, the princes of Zebulun, the princes of Naphtali. Summon your power, O God, the power, O God, by which you have worked for us. Because your temple at Jerusalem, kings shall bear gifts to you. Rebuke the beasts that dwell among the reeds, the herds of bulls with the calves of the peoples. Trample underfoot those who lust after tribute. Scatter the people who delight in war. Nobles shall come from Egypt. Cush shall hasten to stretch out her hands to God. O kingdoms of the earth, sing to the Lord. Sing praises to the Lord. 
To him who rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens, behold, he sends out his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe, to, ascribe power to God, whose majesty is over Israel, and whose power is in the skies. Awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives the power and the strength to his people. Blessed be God. Amen. După ce v-am ascultat corul mix care laudă numele Domnului, fratele Dariu Moist ne va duce mesajul în seara aceasta în limba pe care el a ales-o, românește, englezește și Dumnezeu să-l folosească. Vă invit să ocupați locurile. Domnului. 
să aleg o limbă care să înțelegeți oricum. Dacă vorbesc în limbi, o încurc cu Pavel la Corinteni. Deci, yeah, I'll speak depending on the circumstance. The message is broad. It could take 15 minutes or two and a half hours. So we'll, we'll do it, you know, as the spirit leads. Um, so summer's almost here. You know, I know in California we don't. It's already summer, but summer officially begins June 20th. That's the longest day. So, uh, if how many of you love summer? Yeah, yes. I don't know. I, I imagine that it's, and you can tell by the way, it's a lot of young people who love summer. You know, uh, because you know you're out of school. And that's a good reason to love summer. Uh, even if you're in college, you're still out of school. I mean, you can punish yourself and go to summer school, but. Uh, Summer's great in that sense, in that regard. Um, I'm sure if you're older, you might not like some aspects of summer, you know. If you can't breathe well and, you know, stuff like that, the heat can... And we're blessed here in Sacramento because we have dry uh, weather, not humid. You can actually breathe and not struggle to breathe. <laughs> um, but uh, obviously there's reasons why we like summer. And uh, the message tonight is going to be about seasons. Uh, don't worry, it's related to spiritual seasons too. We're not going to just talk about the anotimpur, you know, like uh, they say in Romanian. So uh, we know from Ecclesiastic the famous verse, uh, well, chapter begins, uh, chapter 3, with the famous verse, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Now, we could just stop there and take 10 minutes and really think about that silently, and I think... All of us will leave here with a really good message, <laughs> right? If you just stop and make some, make some uh, silence and let the Holy Spirit just tell you what that verse means, you're going to go out of here and uh, be transformed a little bit. Um, so uh, it, it's obviously inexhaustible. Um, but I'm going to go through some of the, um, some of the re- why do seasons even exist and then some of the seasons, you know, like uh, did seasons always exist? No. Right before the flood, those people never saw rain. That's why they thought Noah was crazy. Uh, I don't know if there was snow. If uh, if we think about what happened at the flood, if we believe in the Bible and not in crazy evolution and millions of years and stuff like that, um, then the water—I mean, the earth was surrounded by a water a barrier that obviously broke down and uh, flooded the whole earth, and then it receded back into the depths of the earth when it went away. Uh, There was also the fountains of the deep that broke. So it's got to be a lot of water to cover the entire earth, although it's not that much, right? Because the earth, when you look at it, it's mostly water, more water than dirt. I forgot the percentage, uh, the surface area. Um, But anyways, so there there were not seasons at the beginning. I don't believe there were seasons. uh, I think there was a reason why. I think that the, the earth, when God created it, was perfect. I mean, if you read the Bible, you kind of get that clue, that idea. And then as man sinned and the, the state of man degenerated more and more and more, so did the earth. Because after all, the earth was cursed based on man's sin. And so at people, you know, again, if you look into Christian science, not like crazy science, uh, we know that God made everything perfect, right? Uh, the earth, there were 12 months, exact 12 months with 
28 days, exact 28 days, everything was perfectly fine until sin and the flood and our axes got knocked off and whatnot. And then seasons appear. And uh, you can look more into that. That's a lot of fun science stuff. But uh, God made everything perfect. God is, uh, you know, he's a mathematician, right? He makes everything perfect to the dot. He doesn't make a mistake. If he knows the hairs on each one of our heads, even those of us who are losing them, <laughs> uh, if he knows those, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty accurate about what he does. And there's no mistake in anything that he does. So uh, he allowed seasons, but only after the flood. So obviously there's got to be a reason for that. Now, we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speculate, okay? This is not in the Bible. <laughs> I think the reason God allowed seasons after the flood is because man's life was shortened after the flood. And seasons are short. And it just teaches us to evaluate our lives based on those seasons. And that's what we're going to do tonight, a little bit. Like I said, you can go ad nauseum with this and break it down really small into really small pieces. But before the flood, if we were to think on that, that logic again, uh, seasons, to relate seasons to the lifespan of a human being would be kind of impractical because the lifespan of a human was in the, I don't know, let's just average it at 800 years. So with seasons, four seasons, you know, two and a half months each uh, versus 800 years, it's like, you know, people don't relate. But here we can relate to summer, winter, spring, and uh, autumn or fall. Uh, and I didn't put them in order, but, you know. Um, so... I believe that the Lord allowed for the seasons to exist so that we uh, live with wisdom. Okay? It's not just so we have a nice talk, but that we may grow wise and seek, like, like Micah 6, 8 says, that we may seek uh, uh, justice, love, mercy, and walk humbly with God. Because when you realize how your life is, and you stop and you really think about the seasons of life and all this, it makes you think. And there's a lot of things that were said here by the youth, which is kind of what led me into this direction. And even Jenny's challenge, which was kind of like, I'm not sure if it's for the old people or for the young people, but we can make it for both by changing the wording a little bit. Uh, so nobody feels left out, you know. <laughs> you have to be challenged a little bit. Uh, so I'll get to that when I get there. Um, but... Daniel, we know that God made seasons. Okay, this is not a random coincidence. Daniel, when he presents to Nebuchadnezzar his dream that he didn't even know what dream he had, he starts by saying in Daniel 2, 21, uh, that God changes times and seasons. Okay, I'm reading the verse. Uh, God changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. So, uh, again, I, this is just an argument to say that seasons are there for a reason. Uh, hence, even uh, Solomon starts chapter 3 of Ecclesiastes with, there's a season for everything in life. And it is good if we just meditate tonight. So tonight, I'm not going to uh, you know, bring you down to tears. I want to ask you to, to meditate on this message that the Lord, I think, has for all of us. Um, so, a little bit about each season... And then, um, well, this could be a bit, but, you know, let's start with spring, because uh, it's the first of the year. I don't know what to say. You know, I could start with winter, but, you know, you'll get the point. If we start with spring, what do we do in spring? Um, we celebrate a lot of holidays in America, but that's not what I'm talking about. I think that when God, uh, when you look at Jesus, he spoke to people in parables about their everyday life. Now, we live in an industrialized, crazy world, and we could make a lot of parallels or metaphors or whatever uh, to today's 
stuff. But I chose to go back to our basic things. In spring, you plant stuff, right? I mean, that's what spring, that's why it's called spring. Stuff comes to life. Uh, we plant it. God, you know, there's also wildlife out there, you know, and uh, all those animals are having babies, trees are blooming, allergies are, you know, all over the place, whatever. We live in crazy Sacramento, have a lot of allergies. Um, but that's spring, right? Spring means to jump. Like, so things jump out of the ground. Uh, so uh, what does that mean for our spiritual life? Well, I think that the first season of our life is like spring, right? I mean, as you're, you're born kind of like the plants and the, that we are planting or that are just sprouting up. Um, and I'm not sure exactly, I couldn't tell you exactly when spring ends. I mean, we could kind of put a finger on it, but there's not like an age. At 25, your spring is over, okay, the spring of your life. Uh, but we know that there are some things that have to happen in spring, right? You need to plant in spring. You ever try planting in summer? Yeah, the sun's going to burn all that stuff. <laughs> Okay, you don't plant in the summer. If you do plant, you gotta, you know, you gotta do a lot more. I mean, I did. I have my own garden, not this year because I knew something else. But you know, I usually put a garden, and you, you, I, I even grow it from seed because you know I, I'm too cheap to buy it. You know, so I want to make sure I, you know, what's going on. I plant all those seeds, a thousand of them. I even give to the neighbors. Here you go. I have too many. Uh, and you plant them in spring. If you start planting them in summer, one year, I think I started in March. That's terrible, by the way. You know, you don't just put seeds in March. You, by in March, you're supposed to have some plants, you know. But if you start with, uh, you know, too late in the spring, you missed it. That's the importance of the seasons right there. I could just stop right there. But every season has a purpose. And if you miss that, it's too late. You don't get it back, okay? Now, with plants, you get another year. <laughs> and... Uh, we can think about this. I mean, spring applies a lot to parents. So if I speak in English here, it's because of a lot of us who are parents are young and, you know. But God has uh, blessed us uh, and challenged us and uh, put this responsibility on us to grow our children. And we are the ones who, I mean, he, of course, he gave them life and everything, and he teaches them, and by his grace they learn. But we're responsible to, to uh, plant the word of God in their hearts now, young just like the stinking world is trying to plant their stupid ideas in their heads. Sorry, I'm kind of mad with all their critical race theory and all this stuff. But that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to brainwash them. We're not brainwashing them because we're telling them the truth. See, it's brainwashed when you tell somebody a lie. It's not brainwashed. I mean, you can, some people are like, oh, you know, religion is just like brainwashing. Yeah, it would be if it was fake and if it wasn't the real truth. But if it's truth, that's not brainwashing. <laughs> Okay, so that's the difference. I think it's very important for us to know that because sometimes we face arguments and we're like, I guess it is like brainwashing. But again, it's true. So if I tell you the truth, I'm not brainwashing you. If I'm telling you a lie and making you believe it, COVID, uh, then I uh, am brainwashing you. So very important for parents to keep this in mind. On our, in, our Wednesday, in our Wednesday services, uh, I know some parents are in the back. Sometimes I'm in the back too. But in our Wednesday services, we focus on Proverbs, and there's a lot of good messages and a lot of good things that are said there. Um, so I challenge you parents to come. Don't stay out in the parking lot. It's fun. But uh, it's more fun to learn how to grow your kids. Because tell, tell you what, I know a lot about the Bible, but there's always something like, ah, oh, I missed that. I, I'm not a computer who knows it all. And then I have to apply it. So even if I knew it all, <laughs> there's still the second part. Uh, so you can always come in and learn. You never know. 
you, you know, you never know what you miss. Uh, learn about how to grow kids because you only have so much. You can't, you know, like I, I work with teenagers. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do. Like, they come in my class when they're 13, the youngest. If they don't know math, if they don't know morals, it's like beating a dead horse sometimes. And sometimes it is beating them, <laughs> okay? <laughs> giving them referrals, giving them all kinds of punishments. But anyways, uh, the point is, when they're young, you gotta do that. Um, you gotta know this. I think the spring of your life also extends past just like the learning years, you know, like, I don't know what you wanna call those, but extends to the whole learning years. And, and learning years, you might say, this is kind of a gray area. Well, you learn your whole life. That's true. But at some point, you've got to stop and apply all, all that you're learning. So I think you learn, of course. I learn stuff as a parent. I, I'm sure I'm going to learn stuff as a 40-year-old eventually and 50-year-old. And yeah, we always learn. But we've got to apply something. So you don't just learn, 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 learn ad nauseum forever. You, at some point, have to apply. That's why schools, you know, have an ending. That's why the, the college will not let you continue your college if you don't pay or, you know, if they put you under watch, right? A lot of programs don't just let you keep going with classes. I've been repeating this class 25 years. Maybe you should think about a different, you know, something. So there's a reason why, you know. It's not like they don't just want your money. You're wasting somebody else's spot who probably has inclinations. So you got to learn... And uh, then at some point, that learning stops. You got to continue and move on to the next chapter, the next season. Um, and of course, the famous uh, verse from Galatians 6, 7, and 8 comes into our minds. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever one sows, and here I'm referring to, you can apply this to many circumstances, but I'm referring to what you sow in your kid's heart. Uh, whatever one sows as a parent, that he will also reap. Okay, and it doesn't stop there because then it would be like not concise maybe for some people. But it says, for the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. So I think uh, Joe and Jackie are preparing some good information afterwards to teach you what to sow in your kids. And so you don't reap corruption, right? Because I see corruption. I work and a lot of you see corruption too, but I see it in the young kids. Um, they, need, they need good examples. Uh, and if you sow... Uh, in the spirit, you will reap eternal life. And after all, that's what we want, right? I mean, when a person dies, what do we worry about? That they're dead? I don't. I worry about, did they make it in heaven? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm always questioning. I'm not questioning if they died. I'm like, mm, we're all going to die, like what Brother God has said. Who's not going to die? <laughs> okay, so COVID, you know, everybody dies at some point. Whether you die of COVID or not, that's up to God. Here comes Summer. Our favorite season, some of us. You know, summer's not that fun, actually, right? If you're into, like, uh, gardening and stuff, because summer means maintenance. Okay, if you don't maintain your garden in the summer, well, uh, then we're going to read the parables of the thorns. What happens? Well, this is kind of sad, actually, because, you know, have you guys met people who start off strong with the Lord, and they go for years? Not like... One month, <laughs> two, three, five, ten years. I know people. Ten, fifteen years maybe. I don't even know. Maybe more. I'm thinking of a person right now. You guys don't know her. Uh, it's not from here. So uh, I, I look at Facebook and I'm like, what happened to this person? Like the stuff she's posting, it's not bad, but it's like not Christian. It's just l loser stuff. I'm like, oh, what? what? And then, of course, I'm reminded of this parable. No maintenance. Right? Seeds were planted, and then the parable of the sower, right? 
uh, what happens to uh, some of the seed falls in good ground, but there's thorns. So as for what, I'm reading Matthew 13, 22. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches chokes the word and it proves unfruitful. So I think the summer is, is one of those tricky um, seasons where it could easily, you know, the summer sun can like, you know, feel good and you're out there in the swimming pool. But you know, that's me, okay. I'm in a swimming pool, but there's a garden next door. I got to take care of that. There's, you know, uh, it's not going to take care of itself. It's the same thing. Uh, I think for some, okay, we can go back to the parents. I'm not sure. I wasn't aiming uh, at, it, at this to be a parent information night or something, but, uh, but it applies. I see some parents, once their kids hit, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, 18, they're done. Peace out. I did my job. Vacation time. I'm retiring from parenthood. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but people act like it is. That's for sure. So you got to maintain. You got to maintain that garden. You got to nag at your kid. You know, it, it. You know, they're old and whatnot. But trust me, uh, I, I taught five years of high school. Then I did two years of middle school. And I went back to high school and I was like, whoa, these kids are big. And then I realized they're just little kids in big bodies. Uh, but, you know, I had a disconnect, so I was like, the first two weeks, I was like, geez, I mean, they were all taller than me. <laughs> Even the girls were like six. I was like, whoa. Uh, that was just an interesting class, a couple of classes. I was like, this is crazy. Um, but they were not very mature, okay? And they needed a lot of guidance. They were not dumb kids. They were not bad kids. And these were worldly, you know, people out there. But they needed guidance. They needed maintenance, okay? They needed help. They still need help. So if you have kids that are a bit older, they still need help, okay? You might be one of those kids. You still need help, okay? Don't, you, you know, I'm not saying this like, uh, you know, to put you down or something, but when you know you need help, you go and find a youth leader, you go and find a, a discipleship leader, and you ask for help. Fall. Fall is, of course, autumn is reaping what we sowed. That's what happens in the fall. Um, so we read the previous verse in Galatians, where we sowed in the spirit, we reap eternal life, but if we sow in the flesh, we reap corruption. Um, but in the, uh, this morning was mentioned about the parables of the virgins, the foolish virgins. And um, sometimes when we don't maintain, when we don't take care of our situation, we rip what we don't want. So the foolish virgins or the, you know, foolish bridesmaids, they all took their lampstands, lamp but five of them didn't take extra oil, okay? Some of them weren't, weren't careful, okay? We can make this parallel. Weren't careful to, like, gather all their stuff, okay? So in the fall, you, ha you reap. Uh, if you didn't sow, maybe, I don't know, maybe they didn't have oil, it doesn't say. But if in the summer you don't... Um, maintain, then you have very little fruit. You might not have enough oil in the lamp. You might, so this applies not to parents, uh, not to, you know, teaching children, but to you parents. You know, sometimes um, life is interesting, right? Because you have to take care of your kids, but you also have to take care of yourself. Um, so we have to be wise here. When it's in our summer, our summer, we've got to maintain our life. We've got to be watchful. The enemy, I think it was Ravi Zacharias who says, the enemy has something at every stage of life, right? It's not like when you're young, you deal with this temptation, and that goes away forever. Maybe, then another one comes. 
Okay, I don't know what it is. Everybody's different, so we're not going to name things. But different temptations come at different stages. You know, some worldly people say different uh, levels, different devils. But it's true. They, they, they come with different things, okay? Um, so we have to be watchful, and then we see our results only later. And this is interesting because uh, sometimes years down the road we see, you know, and sometimes we see it in our children, of course, how they are. Uh, and they're, cop- they're copy, you know, they're copies of us. So sometimes the, what we, we can look at your kids and what they do, and I think it's a good, uh, a good thing. Look at them and see the outcome because their outcome is quick, right? But your outcome is like later down the road. But if you see your kids have bad outcomes, maybe you're going to have some bad outcomes. That's an interesting concept I just thought about. But you know what I mean? Look at, look at your kids and what they do and how they are because they are quick. You know, they, they input and output is quick. They don't have, you know, you, you teach them something good, they apply it quick. You, you don't teach them something good and they, they still know bad stuff. I don't know how they learn that, but okay. Uh, so that's fall. Winter is retirement. Um, so this is for a step through check where my mind was done. Um, da, so I'm Spune că Moise a trăit până la 120 de ani și uh, când a fost 120 de ani când a murit și uh, vederea nu i-a fost slăbită și avea încătărie. Uh, cred că Dumnezeu uh, ne dă tuturor această, care când ne încredem în El, această putere. Uh, ce poți să faci când ești deja te uiți și poate că ai cules roadele sau vezi, vezi roadele uh, și zici acum e acum iarnă. Iarna, retirement is here. Uh, okay, ce se întâmplă iarna? Let's look at the, what's, what's the, the winter known for. Ce, pentru cei cunoscute iarna, iarna ninge. Plouă, ninge. Uh, și zăpada nu e numai să ne țină rece. <laughs> e, uh, zăpada are un rol important pentru unii copaci. Dacă nu-i pișcă, care știți, nu-i pișcă frigul, nu-mi fac, uh, nu mai știu, fructe sau frunze sau în fine, poate amândouă. Uh, nu știu atâtea despre... Dar știu că pentru unii copaci e important să fie... Uh, să ajungă la zero temperature, you know, să ajungă... Să fie iarnă, în fine. Um, what's this rain? This rain, ploaia care vine, zăpada care vine, aj- ajută uh, pământul, nu? Pământul ca să crească. Uh, cred că în trecut, cei în vârstă aveau foarte mult uh, influență asupra... Uh, nepoților. Și cred că asta e foarte important așa cum în ziua de astăzi. E ploaia aceea de cunoștință pe care doar cei în vârstă o au, prin experiență de care au trecut, care trebuie să o pună la lucru. You have to rain what you know, what you learned în nepoți. Pentru că Pe copii ați ratat deja, gata. Deci ori ați învățat, ori nu i-ați învățat. It's too late sometimes. Okay? Dar pe nepoți încă se poate învăța. So, e foarte important pentru că eu văd acum, 100%, nu o să știu toate lucrurile care 
după ce cresc copiii, o să zic, dacă facem asta. Voi, care sunteți mai în vârstă, știți deja dacă făceați asta și ajutați până ne poți. Că asta e foarte important. Bineînțeles că și părinții aici trebuie să se umilească și să asculte și ei de bunici. Sometimes, sometimes when you guys give them candy, no, no. Dar e important, pentru că în Levitic... In Leviticus 19, with 32, I'll read in English, because you shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. Uh, this is interesting, okay? For us, my teenagers, here it you shall stand up before the gray head, so to reduce, so that, you know, uh, respect. Cineva cu părul gri, dacă omul a fost înțelept. It doesn't say that. It's interesting. I think it's because it's implied that they know something more than we do. Uh, otherwise, the God wouldn't would be specific, right? Uh, I don't think. Uh, and also because it shows who you are. It shows your character. Uh, so I went through all these seasons and just a little bit, like I said, I don't want to take too much time. Uh, because in Psalm 90, verse 12, a lot of you know this one. You might not know the reference, but... Uh, the psalmist says, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. How do you number your days? Well, one of the ways to number your days is to realize what season you're in. Okay, you, you, you know, if you're 60, you're not under 25. <laughs> But you might wish you are. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because we are people and we're bad, right? Uh, every time it's, we get into summer, we're like, man, I wish it was winter. And every time it's winter, like, man, I wish it was summer. It's never good, you know? And that's just a, that just reflects of how we are. It's like, dacă ar fi vara acum, în mijlocul iernii, ce bine ar fi. Și vara, dacă ar vine o ploaie, o zăpadă un pic să mai decorească. But no. But it's, the same, it's funny, because that's how we are, right? I, I imagine. You can correct me, because <laughs> you're a little older. I imagine when you get older, you're like, man, I wish I was 25 again, to some degree. Um, and because uh, you want to have the strength, you want to have, but you're not, okay? And so, so what? So take advantage of the season you're in. Yes. That's the problem. That's the challenge tonight, okay? Uh, I think the question, I mean, what Jenny said, is like, are we reminiscing of the times being forget about the times there were God makes all things new all the time he renews things uh, and as a matter of fact you realize God never Jesus never healed a blind person for example the same way why? he could have just done spit all the time he could have just said go and show yourself to the priest all the time why didn't he do that? because God is not doesn't want to be predictable God doesn't want you to build an image like he told the Israelites. Don't make an idol of me. I don't want you to think I am like this and this is it. But we do that, right? Dacă așa lucra Domnul până acum, așa trebuie să lucre și dacă nu, nu-i de la Domnul. Maybe, but I don't know. We're limiting God. Um, I think, uh, of course, I think there are some things that are important. You know, I think God will manifest himself when we pray. And that's not going to change. You know, you can think of other ways, but it's not. I'm sorry. That doesn't change about God. But how he will manifest, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe you'll speak in tongues. Maybe you'll have a prophecy. Maybe nothing will happen. We, we, don't, we don't know that. But what we know is that when we intercede, God moves. I, I don't, you know, reading the Bible will change your life. Which part of the Bible? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Read this thing right here, okay? But you don't know. So the, the principle doesn't change, but the way God works always changes and varies. So that people can't say, oh, this is exactly how God works. I know the formula. It's perfect. No. So I want to close with, again, with a challenge. Think about what season you're in. Some of the things I said, of course, there's so many things. I'm sure, I hope, the Holy Spirit is telling you more things. Um, to consider the season you're in, right? You know, a lot of us have kids. Now is the time to grow our kids. Now is not the time for us to, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I don't want to hurt anybody. But it's not the time for us to leave our families and go to the youth conference. Like, sorry, Jenny, I know you, you, you had, where, where are you? You and Mike made it work. I'm not talking about Jenny, okay, or anybody like that. This is not the point. The point is, there's a season, right? And, when you, and after that, when your kids are teenagers, please go with them to the youth conference. Don't let them, you know, by themselves, they'll figure it out. I mean, maybe, but maybe not, you know. Uh, so there are seasons like that. If you're old, uh, don't think you're useless. I mean, if you think you're useless, then you'll act like that. But I think you have a lot of influence on nephews, and, uh, and you have a lot of knowledge that we don't. I mean, no matter how much. Uh, and then um, if you're middle, so that was middle age, and if you're young, again, I said, don't forget, you still have to learn. It's very tempting to be young and to think I know it all. It's very tempting. I was there, and it's very foolish. You know, it's, it's just part of who we are when we're young. We think we know it all. I mean, those of us who are like over 25, 6, we're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you're still young, you know, listen to the pastor, listen to the parents, and you, uh, I like my brother. He was uh, kind of stubborn a little bit. <laughs> Joe, you guys know him, but he said, I, I have to learn myself. And I was like, okay, but, you know, he listens still. So you have to listen, okay? Don't just turn the corner and say, you don't know what you're talking about. We live in this high-tech, oh, God, you know. I wish you guys knew as much technology as you should. Uh, but the point is, listen to the elders, you know. And if we're parents, again, invest in your children. So think about the season. I hope God blesses you and the church, of course, in terms. Uh, and let's all work together for the Amen. kingdom of God. Amen. Yes, it's wonderful when you can accept the age you are. Pentru nimic în lume n-aș vrea să mai fiu tânăr. Să mă mai duc odată în Germania să-mi caut nevastă. God forbid. Să mai schimb diapere. Ah, pardon, la copii nici, nici vorbă. Unde suntem e voia lui Dumnezeu. Thank you, uh, Dario, for this uh, word. Ne ridicăm cu toți în picioare și în rugăciune ne încredințăm în brațul Domnului pentru săptămâna în care am intrat, pentru ce are Domnul pregătit pentru noi și din toată inima Dumnezeu să ne înțelepțească. Ne rugăm cu toții. Te adorăm, Doamne.